the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. DIZ Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. As a partial government shutdown edges closer, the White House is digging in on its demands for money to build a southern border wall. Parts of the federal government will shut down at midnight Friday if there is no agreement on spending bills. We don't want to get to a point that we shut down the government, but we got to find increased funding for border security. President Trump's demanding Congress make a specific down payment on the wall. He's very focused on getting to that $5 billion number. The White House spokeswoman Mercedes Schlapp says the administration will find ways of getting there, but lawmakers on both sides are resisting. A shutdown would hit about a quarter of the federal government, and thousands of workers would head home for the holidays without pay. Sagar Magani at the White House. After big losses yesterday on Wall Street, things are shaping up for a stronger session so far. Right now, the Dow is up 302 points, and NASDAQ up 72. This is SRN News. For the month of December, Wellness Radio 1570 spotlights elderly driving safety. An older driver may decide that it is time to get a checkup for his or her driving fitness. Driving is a complex activity that requires certain physical, visual, and cognitive abilities. As people age, those abilities often change in subtle ways. Most of us go to the doctor for regular physical checkups. It's just as important to get a checkup for driving fitness. This Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570. Emily Michaels here in the Wicks and Jewelers Weather Center, reminding you that with just seven days until Christmas, you'll find the perfect gift. Could be a timepiece. They've got an exclusive set of diamonds and gemstones, all available at Wicks and Jewelers in Bloomington, open every day until Christmas. Your forecast for today looking great. Sunshine, mid 40s, mostly cloudy 30. Definitely doesn't feel like Christmas weather, and we'll probably be dreaming of a white Christmas because we're going to lose a little bit of that snow this week. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. The colder weather tends to allow for more time to reflect on things. Sometimes we wonder if we're doing the right things, or at least wonder if we're doing the best things. As a business, it is easy to be distracted by the advice of others, the influence of the world's view on how things should be, and certainly by our carnal desires. We pray that as the Kingdom Builders continues, that we would never lose sight of what and who is really important. As we will certainly make mistakes in this endeavor, We trust that the Church, the Word, and the Holy Spirit will guide and direct us back on point. This is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. We strive to have our standard be God's standard. One of the ways we do that is we regularly look to God's Word to examine our hearts and our motives because we try to glorify the Lord Jesus in everything we do. We strive to take these standards on your roof, on your gutter job, whatever it might be. Give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up at thekingdombuilders.net. My name is Dr. Stephen Troviani, MD. My practice is North Star Neurological Clinic. If you've had pain that has not resolved with the treatment you've received, it may well be the source of that pain is not being addressed. My job as a neurologist is to evaluate as precisely as possible the cause 
the way we go about resolving that pain is tailoring the treatment plan to that specific source. Individuals calling the office are often concerned with what plans we participate with. I have elected to abandon participation in all network plans. The reason is that it gives me liberty to provide our patients what they need, not what the insurance company tells me I'm allowed to provide. I can be reached at our office number, which is 763-416-1400. We can also be reached online through NorthstarPainCare.com. Again, NorthstarPainCare.com. This is a national health alert from the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one has diabetes, listen closely. Now, regardless of your age, if you have insurance, you may qualify to receive diabetic testing supplies with little to no out-of-pocket cost. Get free delivery, free information, and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers for free. Call the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline now for details. But wait, there's more. If you call right now, you could get a free meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you a free pedometer as our special gift to you. We have knee, back, and other braces available, as well as pharmacy services. Regardless of your age, if you suffer with diabetes and you have insurance, we can help. 800-438-1391-800-438-1391-800-438-1391-800-438-1391-That's 800-438-1391. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today we are live. It's been a few days since I've been live, and I am so honored to uh, be with you on the radio as we approach the uh, the birth of our Savior, the day that we celebrate the recognition of Christ's birth, Christmas. And uh, today we're going to be talking about hope. Matter of fact, we're going to be talking about the fifth report equals hope. You know, as a, as a leader, I truly believe our number one gift, our number one uh, commodity that we are uh, pushing out there is hope, because hope uh, truly does change life. Hope gives people a reason to do something different today, because tomorrow can be different. Uh, and you know, there's something out there that talks about uh, that there's the suicide and depression increase at Christmas. And believe it or not, I know this can surprise you. But that's a myth. Not a myth. And I remember the uh, Muppet movie. Remember, miss? What? What? <laughs> it's not miss. It's a myth. Uh, it's absolutely not true. Uh, matter of fact, I have an article here from 2003 uh, from Randy Hillard, MD. said, in 1981, I wrote an article called Christmas and Psychopathology uh, in, in Reader's Guide uh, to Periodical Literature. And he said that there it is a myth. Uh, that uh, depression and suicide increase uh, in Christmas. 
Matter of fact, it says the fact is that fewer people report to psychiatric emergency rooms just before Christmas than at other times of the year. He says, my study in 1981 and most similar studies show that hospital admissions, suicide attempts, and completions, and even letters to advice columnists go down just before Christmas. Ready for this? Then go back up immediately afterwards. Maybe depression does increase before Christmas because people use their best coping strategies to get through the holidays. And maybe there's a little Christmas magic after all. And I'm going to tell you there's something deeper going on. There are patterns. You know, my background in the study of neurolinguistic programming uh, is all about patterns. And so uh, I got this other article from 2015 says Christmas suicide surge is a myth. But what about the January rebound? And this is really the bigger point. It says, the claim suicides rise after Christmas through a postponement effect. Backstory. Okay, that's not the claim most people have heard. The popular myth is that suicides peak around Christmas as people already suffering from depression are pushed over the ridge by the surrounding jollity, that's cool, (laughs) that they can't share in, by heightened feelings of loneliness. Okay? The Christmas suicide peak is indeed a myth and a long perpetuated one. So according to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. However, some research has found evidence to bolster the Christmas suicide idea. So here's the point. During Christmas, November, December, believe it or not, suicide, depression, letters to Ann Landers and all those people actually go down. But here's the thing. Come January, they go massively up. And this is the whole point of today. You know, that's why today's called the fifth report equals hope. Because I want you to think about it. You know, Christmas time is really a, a hopeful time. It's a time to look forward. It's a time for uh, a respite, if you will. A time for uh, new beginnings. A time to kind of draw a line in the sand. I know it's always been that way for me. You know, we push really hard throughout the year. Uh, And then we come to the end of the year, and I usually have about a two- to four-week period of time at the end of the year where I have some downtime, where I'm not uh, having to teach class, where I can uh, relax a little bit, where I can get my body reconditioned, rested, uh, recreated, if you will, Uh, and then to gear up for a January that is usually pretty uh, intense. And that's really what's going on. People are looking forward to something. I think that's why in November and December, a suicide, depression, all that, they go down. Because people are looking forward. People have hope. They have a dream. They're not quite sure what that dream is, but frivolity, jollity, whatever the word you want to use, right? Uh, the potential that they might get something special, uh, the potential that they might give something special, the potential for uh, uh, holiday cheer, you know, things are slower, people are kinder, uh, the bank's not open as much uh, throughout the week, there's closed during the week, so people that are tight on money don't have to worry about looking at the bank account every day. And we call that hope. And that truly is the number one commodity of a leader. It truly is hope. And, you know, at the end of our training, we have people fill out what's called a fifth report. Uh, and it basically surmises the, the whole weekend. Uh, And why it's so great is because it truly does, it truly does let people, uh, even though their situation in life hasn't changed much, 
they have hope. So I want to read to you some fifth reports today. It says, up until now, my focus has been all over the place with the pain and guilt feeling gone or on its way out. I choose what my life will be. I choose not to be the victim. I will be the mother my son deserves. I will breathe life into the relationships that need uh, reparation, whether from me or from me, by me, or to me, with intention and wholehearted definition. I will show my niece that she's important and that she can still love her mom, my sister, even though she might not get that love in return, at least in the way she views it. By doing that, I will instill the power she has in being the person to show her mom the way to be a good daughter by being the best mom she can be to her children. My will to survive is stronger than the pain than others may inflict to keep me in the past and not move forward. See, you know what I love about what we do is we bring people hope. You know, when you're looking at your life, there are basically, there's a timeline. We all have a past. We all have a present. We all have a future. And most people have misfiled their past in their future. And hope really is about that today, no matter if it's good or bad, that tomorrow can be better. You know, the hope in America has always been for every parent that we can provide our kids with a country that is better than the one we got. And a lot of people have lost that hope in America today. Uh, because we've lived in now just a bitter world. I mean, we had an economy going great. We had things going well. But because people in the resistance wanted to hate this man, they're so wrapped up in hate for that guy who lives in the White House that they voted for other people who are going to now for the next two years just going to cause investigation. The economy's going to drop. A lot of bad stuff's going to happen because people weren't happy because of so much bitterness, so much anger, so much rage. And they lost their hope. And what's missing in the world today, what's missing in America today, what's missing in our families today is hope. And what happens around Christmas time is people have hope. They have hope for good tidings. They have hope for new beginnings. They have hope for some downtime. They have hope for pleasantries. There's a, it's a hopeful time. But here's my point, and this is what I posit. The reason why it spikes back up in January is because people then realize that the hope that they were disappointed. See, life is an undulating line. It has peaks, it has valleys. It has peaks, it has valleys. But the problem is, a lot of people don't ride the train. What they do is when life gets disappointing, they stop dreaming. So they have nothing to push for. And because people have experienced so much pain, they go numb. And so they no longer feel the pain. And so people stop dreaming, they stop having expectations because they've been disappointed, and they stop feeling. And that's the flat line. And so I'm going to tell you today that I want to keep hope alive. I want to give you some hope that just like the people that go through my training, that they go to my training for two days, nothing really changed in their life. The, the life that they left is the same life they're going back to. But what you're going to hear is so much more hope. So much more excitement. Even though the situations are the same, they're hopeful. They believe that there's a great opportunity. And that's what happens at Christmas time as well. And it doesn't happen until the post-Christmas that people then feel that disappointment. And so today, and on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about the fifth report about hope. Because as a leader, our greatest gift, our greatest commodity is hope. And if you're not peddling hope, then you're part of the problem. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what a- 
pastor from North Carolina who's served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, January 24th through the 26th. Go to likeitmatters.net. Click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening doesn't take applicants, only commitment. TheFishTwinCities.com, spreading joy all season long. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Hear Christmas classics and contemporary favorites at TheFishTwinCities.com. Supported by Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com. Wellness Radio 1570 and iHeartRadio. They go together like guns and roses. Listen anytime, anywhere at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog. Click the follow button and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work, one-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about the fifth report equals hope. You know, ladies and gentlemen, hope is a mindset. Hope is a dream. Hope is a belief system. Hope is the greatest commodity that all leaders are pushing out there if you're a good leader. And the thing about the Christmas season, it's filled with hope. It's filled with so much hope. Matter of fact, the original Christmas story, Luke 2, right? In those days, the decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius 
was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that same region where there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night, and an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Remember that from the peanut story? Remember Linus? And see, God gave people hope gave a savior and you know if you think about one of the most hopeful speeches ever given it was by dr king right dr king i have a dream one of the most famous speeches of all time was that speech by dr king and why did dr king have a dream because he had the hope in christ you know langston hughes wrote a great poem called dream deferred it says, what happens to a dream deferred? Does it dry up like a raisin in the sun or fester like a sore and then run? Does it stink like rotten meat or crust and sugar over like a syrupy sweet? Maybe just sags like a heavy load or does it explode? And the speech that Dr. King gave is so similar to so many other things. Because halfway through the speech, Dr. King says, I am not unmindful that some of you have come here out of great trials and tribulations. Some of you have come fresh from narrow jail cells. Some of you have come from areas where your quest for freedom left you battered by the storms of persecution and staggered by the winds of police brutality. You have been the veterans of creative suffering. Continue to work with the faith that unearned suffering is redemptive. Wow, that's powerful. Continue to work with the faith that unearned suffering is redemptive. Go back to Mississippi. Go back to Alabama. Go back to South Carolina. Go back to Georgia. Go back to Louisiana. Go back to the slums and ghettos of our northern cities, knowing that somehow this situation can and will be changed. Let us not wallow in the valley of despair. And ladies and gentlemen, that as leaders, we got to realize there's a lot of people out there wallowing in the valley of despair. It has nothing to do with your skin color. It has to do with our species, the humankind, the human condition. And that's what I love about our training. We don't technically change anybody's life. When people come in our class on a Thursday night, that their life that they leave is going to be no different technically when they get back home. But there's going to be one huge difference, is they have hope. They have a dream. That even though the circumstances, the situations in their life are exactly the same as they were just 48 hours earlier, they look totally different. So here's a fifth report from this last class we just had. 
said, up until today, the fear of failure and the fear to disappoint have been holding me back. I will no longer allow the fear to deter me. The benefits of this transformation will be amazing for me in my personal professional life. Personally, I will stand in confidence and look forward. It's okay to stumble. It's okay to fail. What you do after those blocks is the most important thing. I will love unconditionally. I will not just say it. I will mean it. Decisions I make will be made with a new level of confidence. I will own my mistakes and get better. Professionally, I will not fear disappointing or not feeling good enough. I will make decisions that I feel are best for me and my team and my company. I have to trust that my expective team trusts me and my leadership or I would not be in the position I'm in. Past situations where this was not the case is in the past. I have to look forward and keep moving. Learning from these situations is good to review, but it does not define me. I will not allow the fear of failure to define me. See, ladies and gentlemen, we cannot control what is going on in our life. We can't. Sometimes life throws stuff at us. We can't control what happens to us. But we can control our frame. We can control the narrative. We can control the way that we explain it to ourselves. And we need to realize that life is a mind game. We only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. The majority of our experience in this thing called life is at the unconscious level. That's why some of us wake up depressed. We wake up in a funk. Trust me, I've been battling my own stuff. I pushed and pushed and pushed, and this has been a tough year. See, I don't come across as some guru. I don't put myself on a pedestal and have you kneel and worship at my feet. I struggle. I'm more screwed up than most of you. I just know it. I'm open with my struggles. I live a very transparent life. I'm a passionate man. I live in the now moment. And that's usually good, but not all the time. Because when you live in the now moment and this moment sucks, then you have a tendency to think all life sucks because you're in the now moment. And so I want you to know, I understand your pain. I understand your struggles. Why do you think I can help you so much? Because life is an undulating line. It has peaks, it has valleys, it has highs, it has lows. And we've got to accept the lows in order to get the highs. They come from the same faucet, the same fountain. You can't shut off the lows without shutting off the highs. But what we got to do is give people hope. Hope means the possibility that tomorrow can be better than today. That's what hope is. From a fifth report from class. I will plan my next day before I go to bed at night. I'll commit to giving my lover more in the bedroom. I'll be present in every moment, good or bad, because you cannot have the yin without the yang. I will take up space. I will make my voice heard. I'll allow myself to fully feel my emotions instead of letting them go. I was given my physical chronic pain so that I could have empathy for others and relate to their struggles, and I have been lucky to not have to experience. I was given this pain to know that I will be able to handle any mental or physical challenge that I choose to overcome. I will choose more. I will not hesitate. I will only revisit my flaws and mistakes to learn how to harness that into the future to work for me. I will do everything with my whole heart. I will journal daily. I will always be excited. I will keep my word. I will not live in the good enough. I will be mindful of my body and I will study it and learn it so that I can make it work for me. I will keep my commitments that I make to myself and will stop letting myself down. I will now run the paths of my mind, body, and soul where I have just been walking. 
I will move with purpose and a sense of urgency in all aspects of my life. The next minute could be my last. I will make it matter. See, what's so powerful is that person's life was no different than it was 48 hours earlier. But what was the great difference? The great difference was their frame. The great difference was they had dream. They had a hope. And that's what the Bible says. Without a vision, people perish. A vision is like a dream. It's something to move for. It's something to be excited about. It's something to look forward to. And I've noticed I struggle the most in my life when I have nothing to look forward to. And when people come to my class, whether they're 30, 20, 16, whether they're 80, what we do is we give people hope that no matter what's been going on in life the last 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years, they now have the tools to do something different. This is from one of my recent graduates. This man's 60 years old. You know the old saying, you can't teach an old dog new tricks? You can if that dog wants to be better. This is the fifth report. From the second I walked through the door, I was scared and full of fear. Not from a challenge, not from being uh, up front of a crowd and speaking, but because it was personal. And I've not opened my heart to anyone since the death of my sister when I was 19 years old. Until this week, I have not uh, faced this fear. The walls I have created, the first two mornings, I bombed. I shut down and Mr. Black hit me between the eyes with it. I was mad and in my head, ready to walk out and go home. I did not. I chose to face my fear and to push on. I have learned so much in these three days, most most of which I have yet to truly realize or apply, but I will. The first biggest amazing moment was focus. Right side of my brain going to my peaceful place. It worked, and it was a first I will never forget. I see now how to live in the now, and that will make a gigantic difference for me at home first, for my wife and for I. I've been searching for years how to get there, where I can live in the now and not the past. So many fights, so many problems from this. Today was not my biggest fear, but my biggest stop forward, my breakthrough. Letting it go this morning, I finally worked it out. Worked it out without fear, and it was amazing. I felt like it all came out, and the real James was no longer saddled with fear. Ladies and gentlemen, you can teach an old dog new trick. You know what's different? We need hope. Hope that things can change. A belief that something can be different. And that is our job as leaders. We bring hope. It doesn't matter what the situations of life are. What matters is the frame you put around them. And today on Like It Matters Radio, I bring hope with the fifth report. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head 
BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to St. Louis February 7th through the 9th. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Have you ever considered how important a good night's sleep is to your overall health? Hey, it's Lee Michaels here for Carbon Cool Adjustable Beds. Have you ever heard the phrase, sleep well, live well? Well, besides all the wonderful health benefits and affordable pricing my friends at Carbon Cool Adjustable Beds offer, they would like you to call 763-325-5253 and enter the November sweepstakes for your opportunity to win your own Carbon Cool Adjustable Bed, valued at $1,600 and without any obligation or purchase required. Enter your name and address. They'll send you an information packet that will help you understand the many health and lifestyle benefits you can truly enjoy with your own Carbon Cool Adjustable Bed. Five different models, as well as many pricing options to meet your needs. Call my friends at Carbon Cool Adjustable Beds. They'll answer all your questions. 763-325-5253, 763-325-5253, and ask about their senior discounts, too. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, January 24th through the 26th. Go to likeitmatters.net. Click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening doesn't take applicants only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your Radio Life County, Mr. Black. And hopefully you are preparing for a great Christmas day. Hopefully you're already in the Christmas season, the Christmas mindset. Christmas is one week from today, the actual day of celebrating the birth of our Savior. And today we're talking about hope, you know, because that's really what Christmas is all about, hope. It's why it's called the gospel. The gospel is called good news. Good news is always about bringing hope. Happy are the feet that bring good news, right? Because we're bringing a gift. We're making a difference. And so if you miss any of the gift of this radio show today, you can go to likeitmattersradio.com and listen to it again. Or you can go to iHeartRadio, and if you query Wellness Radio 1570, you can listen to us twice a day. We're live 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, and then it's replayed from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we are in two local terrestrial markets. Our goal next year is to be in 50 local terrestrial markets. But right now, we're in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis-St. Paul, a.m. 1570, our, our, our base, our soulmate, our our team, that's our home base, if you will, 
Uh, and you can listen uh, twice a day, like I said, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and 5 to 6 p.m. And then we are also in the beautiful city of St. Louis. And um, you can listen to us on the St. Louis Gospel Experience, Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 AM. And that's every Monday through Friday uh, from 7 to 8 p.m. And today we're talking about hope. And in our training, we have six modules. And the fifth module, uh, we have what we call the first half of our final exam. And they write, at the end of each module, they write a report. Uh, they basically document everything they did in that last module. And then the benefits and applications. What are the benefits they're receiving from this training? And specifically how they will apply them to their personal business life. And so the fifth report is always one of my favorite things because it's so hopeful. It's so dreamy. It's uh, People are just pumped. And so here's one from a, a recent class we, set, we had. It said, I broke a barrier and discovered a fire a new feeling which brought an intense energy. I felt every single member's pain, relief, happiness, anger, joy, gratitude, passion, commitment. I will be more aware of everyone's emotions in my life. I will pay closer attention to what their body, eyes, expressions are telling me. I will empower and provide support to coworkers, family members, my lover. I will apply the intensity I felt today in meetings, project hands off, uh, phone calls and training exercises. I will share my passion and mission with my peers. I'll continue to discover my mental strength. I started yesterday and the potential that I visioned excites me. I feel alive. I feel happy. I feel at peace. I feel connected to myself in a new way. I like me. I love me. And I will share this with the world. I will start with my lover, then with my team at the office. I will be a better leader, a mentor, and teacher. I will not stop. I will fight, cry, overcome fears, and conquer unknown territory. I will face my fear of height. I will start a family because up until now, I was afraid of the possibility of not being as good of a father uh, as my dad is. I will be selfless. I'll be a great father. I will make my children proud. I'll be the best version of me. See, the people leave our training and they have a dream. And when I think of the dream or that vision, I always think of Dr. King. And I love, you know, I go over Dr. King's speech a couple times a year. I love it. Love it. And the reason why Dr. King had a passion, had a dream, is because he knew the God of the Bible. Because he knew Jehovah. He knew Yeshua, uh, our Redeemer. And he says in the speech, he says, I say to you today, my friends, so even though we face the difficulties today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. He says, I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. And that really is what vision is. That really is what hope is. Hope allows that no matter what's going on in your world today to be different. That's what hope is. 
Hope gives people reason to act differently. If you take away someone's hope, why would they act differently? Why would they do anything different? You know, Dr. King had a dream. He said, I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted, every hill and mountain shall be made low, the rough place will be plain, and the crooked place will be made straight, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. Today, Dr. King couldn't even give that speech in America. You got that? Because it references God of the Bible. Amazing, someone we laud so much that if he was alive today, would be ostracized, would be criticized, would be told to shut up would be told, you can't say that. But no one thinks that way because they love Dr. King, I have a dream. But if they actually listened to the words, you'd understand why he had a dream. He had hope in something bigger than himself. And that's sometimes what we have to do. We've got to move beyond ourselves and realize it's not just about us, that we're here to serve. We're here to, to impact. We're here to live a life of significance, not just a survival not just of success, but to impact other people, to make a difference. Here's a fifth report from someone who recently graduated from my training. It says, quote, It's interesting and very fulfilling to meet a bunch of strangers with completely different backgrounds, and all of us come together to support one another. I met someone that survived cancer, someone that has trust issues, someone that felt as though they had no purpose on day one, and within 24 to 36 hours, believe in themselves. I came in with a lack of belief system, kind of taking every day, day by day attitude. I had a purpose or so I thought until now. I masked my uncomfortability with humor. I will succeed and I will do this by taking action steps every day. I'll be honest and hold my integrity to everyone because up until now, I trust to commit myself to a better me, a better belief system, passion, purpose, Focus, commitment, vision, team. Mr. Seaton called me before this had started and said, trust me. Mr. Black said, you don't know what someone's been through until you walked through in their shoes. I trust Reed. I trust the pursuit for perfection. I understand his desire, passion, and power equals action, foundation, and the mission to raise the bar. I was ready for this unexpected realization, but it's taught me to be in the now. I will be a better husband. I will listen to my wife. I will comfort her. I will support her. I will be a better man. I'll be strong for her. I will help around the house. I'll be a better father to my three kids. I will love them more each day. I will be there more often. I will play with them more. I will hug them and kiss them every moment. I will dedicate my life to a better purpose, a purpose that makes me a better man, a better human. I will raise the bar. I will not fear because fear holds me back. The bar will be forever changing, never looking in the past. I will focus on the present and the future, taking steps forward. Leaders have a vision and communicate it to their team. Leaders make decisions that are unpopular. They take risks. They motivate. They involve their team in the decision-making process and continuously improve. I will be that leader. That is so powerful. This person's life, what 48 hours earlier, is no different today. But what is different was his mindset, the belief system the way that he chose to adapt it. And see, that's what we have as leaders. We need to give people the opportunity to look forward. There are three R's to survival. 
and they all require a backward focus. There's regret, there's resentment, and there's resistance. All three of those R's require a backward focus. Think about that. We have so many people living in regret. Regret that this happened. Regret that they didn't do that. Regret all this stuff, right? Anybody hear it? Where are you looking? When you're regretting things, where are you living in the past? How about, you know, resentment? I resent the way I was brought up. I resent the way she talked to me. I resent that I didn't take advantage of that opportunity. Anybody notice? It's a rearward focused. And boy, we have a 40% of the country in a resistance mode. Some of you who call yourselves Christians, you're supposed to honor the man that God or the woman that God put authority over you. And yet you're in this resistance. You're violating God's own will and, and laws and somehow justifying hating a hater. Don't you hear it? Resistance. Part of the resistance. That's not honoring to God. It might be honoring to man. It might make you feel better at night. But it ain't getting anybody in the kingdom of God. See, when you're living in the three R's of survival, regret, resent, and resistance, you're all living in the past. We just had a Supreme Court nominee that had to defend him what he did 38 years ago. We got a, groups of people that want to go back 200 and 500 and 1,000 years to what happened back there and what happened back then and what happened there. This isn't fair. I mean, look at the whole Middle Eastern problem. They're fighting over a capital called Jerusalem. I study the Quran. I have English versions of it. I love my Muslim brothers and sisters. They have 94 uh, uh, ayats that cover Isa al-Messiah, Jesus the Messiah. But you got to get this. Even there, there's not one time Jerusalem is mentioned in the Quran. Look it up. There are hundreds of times Jerusalem's talked about the Bible as the eternal capital of the Jews. God himself gave it to them in Genesis. Not one time in the Quran is the capital of Jerusalem mentioned. That tells you what's going on right now. It has nothing to do with the reality. That's why, ladies and gentlemen, we got to get to knowing who we are. we got to get to thinking for ourselves instead of letting everybody else think for us. And that's one of the reasons why I do this radio show. Because you got to know who you are. you got to know why you're here. And you got to know whose you are. And you need to have some hope. And that's what, as we get closer, a week away from Christmas, I want to bring you some hope. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. 
email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Still need more of Mr. Black? Understand how your brain is wired with brain mapping. This innate intelligence profile will identify your personality and learning styles to help you maximize your potential. Transformational Leadership Awakening has changed the life of thousands of participants and can change yours too. Mr. Black also does one-on-one life caddy work. If you want him to walk with you and help you be your dreams, then having Mr. Black as a life coach is the answer. Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide, all at likeitmatters.net. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders Roofing. It is so exciting to think that the Lord loves us in such a way that he sent his son to provide the way for us to be directed perfectly, gently, and effectively. C.S. Lewis bluntly stated this fact, Aim at heaven, and you will get earth thrown in. Aim at earth, and you will get neither. None of us can serve two masters. We try, but we cannot do it. As the hymn says, keep your eyes upon Jesus, and the things of the earth will grow strangely dim. I pray that we can be used by each other to exhort and edify the church and grow the real kingdom. This is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. We strive to have our standard be God's standard. One of the ways we do that is we regularly look to God's word to examine our hearts and our motives, because we try to glorify the Lord Jesus in everything we do. We strive to take these standards on your roof, on your gutter job, whatever it might be. Give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up at thekingdombuilders.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, wishing you a Merry Christmas. Ho, 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 ho. You know, it's interesting that we were talking about hope and, you know, Christmas time is a season of hope. You know, it's hopefully you get something under the tree. Hopefully the kids or your spouse is happy with what you got them. Hopefully things slow down. Hopefully you get a little rest. Hopefully you recharge your batteries. Don't you hear it? Hopefully in a Christmas party. Hopefully in some good food, some good snacks. Hopefully. And then if you're on a diet like I am, you don't even get to experience the joys of all the good holiday goodies. But there's a lot of hope. And it really made me start thinking about, because uh, it's been a rough year for me, man. It's been a good year in a lot of regards, but it's been a rough year. lost mom and dad, uh, a lot of struggles. Uh, my daughter got married and uh, her uh, kind of getting on her own and uh, kind of wanting to share with me how uh, not a great father that she thought I was. So dealing with all that stuff of the world uh, and wanting to inspire people and bring some people hope. Yeah, also, I like to be real. You know, I'm not looking to be anybody's guru and definitely not anybody's God. I, I got a God and I'm not him, not looking to be yours. Uh, but I want to bring hope because I truly believe uh, the number one commodity of any leader is this thing called hope. And what do you hope for? You know, and hope allows us to pick our eyes up off the ground and move them forward. So many people in this world once you get wrapped up in, in your past. You know, where your ancestors come from. Do the 23andMe. Do your DNA test so you can find out where people uh, all the way from a 1,000 years ago who your great, 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 great. I could care less. We have a world that's so wrapped up in the past when we had slaves, so wrapped up uh, in the past when this, when that. I mean, you can't even uh, uh, host the Oscars anymore because they got to go back to your tweets five years ago when you told jokes that were funny back then, but now there's so many protected classes of people that you can't say anything that might somehow offend, even when it's called humor. 
unless you're talking about a Christian or a Trump supporter or Trump himself. Then you can trash and destroy and attack all you want. But outside of that, in white men, you can't really talk about anybody else. And we want to focus on a little bit of hope. We want to just rest a little bit and uh, let the dust from this last year settle. And over the next week, we're going to be talking about it. We're going to swat last year. We're going to take a look at 2018. Uh, so let's learn the lessons from 2018 as we move into 2019. We also want at some point take a look forward uh, to see what it's going to take uh, for 2019 to be a successful year. What does that look like? What does that sound like? What does that feel like? And that's what we're going to be doing over the next couple weeks before uh, as we wrap up the new year, uh, the old year, and get ready for the new year. But today we're talking about the fifth report is hope. At the end of our training, uh, we have people fill out what's called a fifth report. At the end of each module, each section of training, they, they do a report called Notes to Myself where they list out the activities of training, all the stuff that they did. And then the second part is benefits and applications. And the way they're to address this part is they're to focus in what are the benefits they're receiving from this training and specifically how they will apply it to their personal business life. We actually have people put together a roadmap as they're going through the training. And it's incredible because uh, people come in my class Thursday, they meet me at 5 o'clock on Thursday, and they're out of my training room, they're done with graduation by Saturday at 5 o'clock, so 48 hours. And in that 48 hours, their life technically does not change. But yet they feel everything's changed. And what's different? What's different is they have hope. What's different is their belief system. What's different is even though that all their life is exactly the same as it was before they left, what's different now is the frame. What's different now is the empathy. What's different now is the understanding. And so people leave our training just on fire with such hope, very hopeful. Here's a fifth report uh, from uh, someone who went through class about two months ago. Says benefits applications. Final exam part one was giving a five minute speech about what I learned in this class and how I'll apply it in my workplace. And man, let me tell you, dot 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 dot. I had fire in my eyes, passion in my veins, and the Holy Ghost in my heart. It was electrifying. This experience allowed me to let it all out. I poured out my heart and soul while running around the room, slapping high fives on the teammates and going down on one knee, giving all the glory to Almighty God. Mr. Black has definitely helped me to open my eyes and heart to become a better man of Christ, a better husband, father, and leader at work. I thank God for Mr. Black and his staff for this excellent class as it's going to help me with all walks of life. I now have power passion, focus, determination, leadership skills, and a new team that I love and I'm very thankful for. This is the day the Lord has me, made me a new man. 48 hours, and he felt his life was brand new. How about this woman who went to my last class? Said this module was so much more than about me. It was about our team, supporting, encouraging, loving each other, without conditions, without reservations or expectation. Wow. To watch walls come down and hearts surrender was like a miracle. I gave up on a couple, but Mr. Black didn't. God did it. That I will take to apply. That I, up until now, throw away no one. I quit on no one, especially me. Up until now, I have run from the process of reconciliation with my kids. 
the hurt, the shame, the disappointment, the pain I caused. No more running. I will face each one with no expectations, just love. I will not be held back by fear of rejection. I will do what is required of me. I will be available and I will commit. I will let my voice be heard. My opinion, my experiences matter. And up until this day, I have been ashamed. I will use all of it to help others. I am done with the past. This day forward, I move forward in all my relationships, starting with my Savior, Jesus. Thank you for not giving up on me, for giving me a purpose and a passion and love for people and relationships. I am one of those starfish, and it mattered. Life matters, and I will live like it does, not for selfish reasons as I have in the past up until now, but for your glory. I will stay committed to this new course you have set my feet on. I will keep connected and accountable to my team. I will be there for my team. I will continue to work hard on my thoughts. And when I fall, I will stand up, dust myself off, and move forward, looking forward, not back. It is a great day. Do you hear the hope espousing from all that? You hear it so fresh, so powerful. And that's what we're talking about. That's the power of a leader. To give someone that hope, to help them to understand, to feel the energy change was so inspiring. I will use this in my day-to-day life. I will be present in the now. I will not fear or be embarrassed to attempt to achieve. I do not fear failure. I will keep moving forward. I will be the best father. I will be the best partner. I will be present in the now. I will not let the voice in my head control me ever again. Discomfort is not bad. I, and I want to. I will lead and nurture my kids and friends. I'll be present in the now. I will help grade and lead my men down the right path. I will help guide and lead my men down the right path. I will be a positive member of any team. I will nurture my kids. I will hug them. Let them know I am here. I will be a positive role model. I'll provide them with the tools to make them better. I will not be embarrassed. I am free. You want to talk about hope? To give people hope, give people freedom. And see, that's what we're talking about. Freedom and hope are interchangeable if you think about it. You know, I have in front of me, I've been referencing Dr. King's speech, I Have a Dream. And I want to share with you the last paragraph. And I'm going to do what I just did in this, with this one report. I'm going to replace the word freedom with hope. Everything else is the same, quoting Dr. King. And he says, quote, this is how he ended his speech, I Have a Dream. And when this happens, and when we allow hope to ring, when we let it ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city, we'll be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, we are free at last. And that really is the hope of the season, of Christmas. To be free at last. To be free at last. To be free at last. And that's what hope does. Hope allows us to free ourselves from the chains of the past. Hope allows us to have a better tomorrow than we have today. Hope allows us forgiveness and mercy. Hope allows someone to believe in the impossible and push for the possible. It is hope as a leader 
that we should be promoting and pushing and selling out. And so as we approach Christmas time, leader, I want to beg you, I want to implore you to give hope. Whether it's in a box or in your words, keep hope alive. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Wellness Radio 1570. Not only will we encourage your physical wellness this Christmas season, but we want to improve your financial wellness in 2019. It's the Christmas Mortgage Miracle. We're paying your mortgage or rent for 2019. That's extra cash to offset your gym membership, cover entries into a ton of marathons, and those 5Ks you're training for. What will you do with the money? Register today at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com and click on the Christmas Mortgage Miracle banner. You're finally thinking about retirement, and I'm sure you're wondering, do I have enough money to retire? Will I be able to take that trip, buy that special something, or visit the kids? Now is the time to get your arms around your money, protect and grow your nest egg, so you can live out your retirement dreams. Join us at Online Trading Academy. Call us for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. Use keyword OTA. Again, pound 250, keyword Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.